Hello, everyone. Welcome Good to Ugg Mug Monday. I just Happy pressed Ugg the button. I didn't even ask you. I realized that after I did it. It's all right. We're <laughs> used to this. Like, what the fuck? We're used to this by now. <laughs> well, welcome, guys. Today, we're going to talk about the infamous Jerry Falwell Sr. My favorite guy. Wait, Sr.? We're going to talk about senior. We're not going to be oh, talking okay. about junior today. I will probably trickle into junior, but I wanted to show you some things about senior that I feel like I don't know if I've sent you on TikTok or what have you, but I want you to listen to this recording from a uh, news interview of a guy that was like, I hate Jerry Falwell. And oh, at the shit. time, everyone was like, how dare you? He's a godly man. He's a great guy. Mm. You know, he spoke out for, for thousands and he was a pastor and a man of God's word. Y'all can't you? see me, but I'm rolling my eyes oh, like so hard. Like, Do you realize how like fucking like awful he was and he starts going through the list and i want to just show you i yeah. I found this yesterday and i was Let's like oh my god it. i gotta talk about this let's try that again Carol just found a fucking gummy worm <laughs> <laughs> of course me. she did me she <laughs> found it under the sofa sunny finds cheese doodles under there oh my god it's them and i'm like <laughs> arrow literally when she has cereal in the morning i don't give her like a bowl of cereal because yeah. that would be a disaster but i just <laughs> give her dry cereal and she throws it off of her tray on her high chair mm -hmm. onto the floor mm -hmm. and then before i get the chance to sweep it up like as soon as i take her out of the high chair she starts picking it up off the floor to eat it that's her oh favorite place yeah. to put her snacks Mm -hmm. it's for later mom yeah <laughs> i know oh, let's see the zoom in on katie's mm, search look, history jerry falwell homosexual jerry i hate jerry falwell death <laughs> <laughs> maybe i shouldn't cut this out this is how i found this fucking video but um here we go controversial televangelist all right the man's shock in this interview is probably the nation's feelings as well but i agree full-heartedly with this man that's speaking the right. controversial televangelist was a polarizing figure, emboldening conservative Christians while alienating many liberals. But there's no question about the impacting legacy Falwell leaves behind. Joining us now is Republican strategist Ralph Reed right. and, and talk about uh, the things you've said, which obviously we know where you stand on religion. We know where you stand on Reverend Falwell. By being so angry about what his legacy was and is, are you not hurting his family and others who may have no dog in that hunt? but who would just like a few moments to celebrate his life and have some peace. Well, I don't care whether his family's feelings are hurt or not. <laughs> but if they are, they can take comfort from the extraordinary piety and stupidity and generally speaking, uniformity of the coverage of man's death. Holy shit! <laughs> said, uh, was said by the, the supposed Jesus of Nazareth to his followers that they must expect to be mocked for their beliefs. Damn. Because their beliefs will appear to many people to be ridiculous, mm. if not uh, worse than that, and that they are to uh, take it for granted that they will be ridiculed. Um, that's true, of, I think, of the most devout and serious uh, and thoughtful Christian. But for a vulgar fraud and crook like the Reverend Falwell, it's, it's an obligation to say what one thinks about him or be left off the air and have people like yourselves broadcasting only piety and that well, whatever i'm do. not forgetting piety i did my radio show and now we're having you on here to talk about Holy your view yeah, you're, what else you're having me on and then you're having me on and then arguing that maybe it's bad taste to have me on i don't think well, that's i thought it was a legitimate question because i think people are wondering yeah, well, i've answered it i've answered the question you now, have and i will now one? move on to uh, ralph free now that you've answered that question <laughs> ralph does christopher hitchens 
have a point. It is a free speech issue. He was a polarizing figure. Reverend Falwell was. And there are many people, maybe not all of them feeling as strong as Christopher Hitchens, but who feel that Reverend Falwell was indeed a polarizing figure. He said things that offended many Americans. Well, you know, look, any time, Alan, that you are an agent of change the way Dr. Falwell was, who <laughs> the kind of impact that he had on American religion, change. on our culture and on our politics, uh, he was one That's of the most the problem. historical figures yep. of the last 50 years in each of those areas, uh, ending the self-imposed exile of evangelicals from civic and cultural engagement. Oh, my God. And Give I me think a break. transforming them uh, into one of the most important and vibrant and energetic constituencies in the entire electorate. No. Who does that? Liberal or conservative, Republican, Democrat. Come on. Of any faith. Well, and, and not stir controversy. But I, 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 it's just my belief as an American, not as a conservative, um, oh, not as somebody of any particular denominational background. Bullshit. American, in terms of elevating our the, the civility of our discourse, that when somebody dies, that we ought to show a measure of respect and appreciation. In the oh, okay, no, in the same no, breath, no, in the no, same no, breath, they're demonizing this guy. Rude ass, transphobic, racist motherfucker. Right, and they're like, oh, you know, like oh, no, in the civility of our discourse. Oh, in the but... civility of our discourse. Meanwhile, they're trying to make this guy out to be an asshole because he, yeah. he's like, um, this guy was actually a pretty bad person. Yes, and they're and like, whoa, love... whoa, whoa, whoa. The civility of you. discourse. It's only one-sided here, people. Mm, mm, mm. I Sorry. think I sent... No, no. I think I sent you um, the next link to okay. what our favorite uh, Jerry Falwell Sr. has said. It's a... I think it's a compilation. Oh, or boy. no. This is what his... I want you to really, really hear what he has to say on sure. uh, the 9-11 occurrence. <sighs> Oh, boy. Listen to what he has to say. This is going to infuriate you. Var she blows. Wow. Like, Var we didn't even finish that video. That video was like a 10-minute long video. But I know. Oh, boy. Going, but I, I'm, I'm glad you understand my frustration now. It's oh. like, what? It's so, so now we're going to see him in action. Oh, we're going to see what he had to say and why that guy is so fucking right about him. All right. Let's see. The 700 Club. Mm. This is the first time that we've been attacked on our soil. First time, and by far, the worst results. And I fear, as Donald Rumsfeld, the Secretary of Defense, said yesterday, that this is only the beginning, and with biological warfare available to these monsters, the Husseins, the Bin Ladens, the, uh, the, the Arafats, uh, what we saw on Tuesday as terrible as it is could be. Is he just like completely ignoring the fact uh, of Pearl Harbor? It's like, this is the first time that we've He's ever stupid. been attacked here. He's so stupid. Narrative. That's what right, he wants weird. to fucking further. And it's racially motivated. If, it in is. Fact, if in fact God continues to lift the curtain and allow the enemies of America to give us probably what we deserve. Well, Jerry, that's my feeling. I think we've just seen the, the anti-chamber to Echo terror. Chamber. We haven't even begun to see what they can do to the major population. What? The ACLU, uh, the ACLU has got to take a lot of blame for this. Listen yeah. to I know this. I'll hear from them for this, but uh, 
throwing God or successfully with the help of the federal court system, throwing God out of the public square, out of the schools. Uh, the abortionists have got to bear some burden oh. for this because oh. uh, God uh -huh. will not be mocked and we'll destroy 40 million little innocent babies. We make God <laughs> what does that I, I have really to do? that the pagans and the abortionists oh. and the feminists <laughs> and the gays and the lesbians who are yes. actively trying to make that an alternative lifestyle, the ACLU, people oh, for the American oh. vote. You know what, Jerry? It sounds like you have America. a stick in your ass about everyone else that isn't you. you oh, my God. It's us, Katie. The pagans, the witches, the, femi the feminists. The so we caused 9-11, apparently, because yeah, that's what he's okay. saying. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Bitch, honestly, you would enjoy that. It's just a fucking joke to me. Like, that didn't offend me at all. Whoa. It didn't frustrate he me. He's so how, mad. He's how, so mad about. He sounds so dumb. I know. It's like, oh, you know, how the gays. You a tragedy <laughs> like that as well and then turn it into your own, like, sob story. About Weird the rhetoric. And the feminists and everyone else that disagrees with a fucking white man who just uses the church as his personality Oop. Ooh. and oh. for his money not and just his, his personality but for yeah. his livelihood his own financial gain and now what's he doing he died on his desk <laughs> wah, wah. one thing what's about that? liberty is and i'm probably gonna get so much shit for this but the one thing at liberty is they treat him like he's a god. And I say that That's with weird. the opinion of one of my other friends who also attended there, going as the same like background Christian as I did. Mm -hmm. And um, we have an entire museum dedicated to his great works or whatever. You've told me that. I've told you that, but I didn't tell you that he actually died in his office on campus. They have not touched, cleaned, moved anything in that room since he you told me down, that too. died on his desk yes okay yeah crazy what it's isn't like, there a part God. in the bible that's like oh don't worship false idols that's what i'm saying bitch so mm -hmm. is that not hypocritical you're i mean you're literally treating this guy as a god even after he's dead mm -hmm. i mean that's what they did with buddha too buddha was mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. i don't want to be treated like a god what did mm -hmm. they do when he died mm-hmm treated him like a god i've got i'm rubbing my hands here i could go I, in on this do it go but ahead. i'm scared i'm gonna say a very controversial opinion okay and i can say it because my family is partially catholic on my dad's side mm -hmm. he is he grew up catholic my grandmother was a devout catholic um so i'm very familiar with that church and the way that things are run in there i've done a lot of history on it as well when i was in high school so i'm okay. familiar and I can definitely say that Christianity has a lot of tears and some of those tears, they have idols or people that they treat like God. Yeah. Like you know, mother you know? Mary. And yes. Oh. Like mother, like, let me pray to the St. Peter. Let me, let me pray to the Pope, the Pope. Don't get me started on the Pope. The Pope yeah, that's is a whole weird. other thing. Yes. And you have to not, it's almost like you're constantly thinking that you're unworthy of someone. So you can't just pray to Jesus. You have to pray. Yeah. To There's got to be somebody that you Mary. go through. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jesus. And then God because you're that unworthy, right? Mm -hmm. And what a way to live. I mean, That's genuinely, strange. to think that you are worth nothing and only worth what something that you can't see, 
what? How does that make any sense? Where do you find any sense of value in yourself at all? How do you feel comfortable living life when all of your value? Jesus would be to live is, what is it? To live is life, to die is gain. To die is gain because you would be with Jesus. That was that not like really pessimistic? I mean, thank you. Yep. That was That's what I really weird. the longest time, Sam. That's, That's what they so preach. That's what they indoctrinate in our education. I mean, I could really, I could, oh, my heartbeat is just, it's, I wonder what I'm at. I'm at one thirty right now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Um, it's just, it's strange uh, for, for me because it's just like, you're putting all of your sense of purpose and value on into something that's completely untangible. Yes. It's not like Jesus himself is going to come down and stand in front of you and say, Hey, you're worth something. Yeah. You're worth it. You're, you, you know, like you yeah. deserve peace and comfort and being happy and deserve to live life. Like you just have to like, ourselves, you know, you have to, you know, work yourself to the bone for the church mm. to feel mm. some sense of purpose. When in reality, you're probably not going to feel any sense of purpose because mm-hmm. nobody's telling you that you have mm-hmm. any sense of purpose. You're God. I mean, I know some yes. people th- think that they hear the Holy spirit. If that's what you believe. That's great. Go off queen. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It just seems like a really unfulfilling lifestyle choice. And boy, it can get you in some sticky situations. And I know that you can vouch for me when I say this, the church, and I'm not saying that the church in general, I'm saying that the church can, the church mm-hmm. can be full of narcissistic people, oh, people that want absolutely. to harm children, people that just want to harm people in general, and they can hide. Egotistical. The, well, I've been forgiven by God. So you have to accept my behavior, X, Y, Z, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. And a lot. Or- of people in the church are it's like older men are held at the highest esteem the older yep. women and then it goes like the men the women and then the children nobody yeah. gives a, it's a tier system it's, it's well and the children are just pawns to keep yes. the religion and the church going absolutely. absolutely they're the children of god you know yes and so it's just a it's just a it's tactic cool. that's used Creepy. i know and it's you know creepy. katie and i have conversation katie danny and joey and i have mm-hmm. conversations like this all the time where we yeah, could yeah, just yeah. go on for hours and hours and hours yeah but yeah, yeah. i'm doing a lot of um a lot of self-help stuff right now mm-hmm. and i'm i'm going to like uh different taking different courses and shit like that mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of them are still like a little bit re- like religious based but mm-hmm. it's not overtly it's not pushing it and you know like people that run these courses and stuff they're very obviously they have a specific religious background but they're not super open about it well one of the things that one of these people that lead these meetings has said is that like he has personally seen a lot of people that are that are actively trying to work on themselves or think that they want to work on themselves and they can't. So what mm. they do is that they get absorbed in the church and they feel like they're serving and they're doing the most. And he's like, at the end of the day, you're never going to be able to do enough 
mm-hmm. to work through in the church to be able to work through your own shit. Because yeah. when it comes to servicing the church, you're focused on everybody else except for you, you. And you're not going to find value in that within yourself. That was really powerful for yes, me. Yes, that is the lesson Even I though- have learned over the last year. It is traumatic as fuck, you know? And that, that was just an example that he had used, but it's like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be the church. It's like, if you're putting all of your energy into serving other people and Mm -hmm. and you feel like, yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to feel better about myself because of this. And you might feel like, oh, that was a really good thing for me to do, but that's not going to help you with your own shit. Mm -hmm. You're just avoiding your own shit by saying, oh, I'm doing good by other people. And I'm, I'm and serving this unseeable force. Yeah. And that's why like how like a, a lot of emotional disconnect and the narcissism and the ego, egotistical um, tendencies come out because yes. it's like, look at all of all of these things that I've done for everybody else. Yes. Look at all of the good that I've done in this church. I couldn't possibly have bad behaviors. I couldn't possibly mm-hmm. be a negative or a bad person because look at my track record. Look at all yes. of these good things that I've done. It's like, yes. Okay. You, you donated some clothes. Okay. Yeah. You, you tithe every week. That doesn't mm-hmm. make you a good person. Like a checkoff list. They're like, okay, did I go to church today? Check. Did I give money? Check. You know, yeah. and it, it, as soon as you start thinking about your life that way, you've already failed, dude. You've already yeah. fucking failed. I know. I mean, to think that, oh my God, I just, I can't, it's, it's reverse introspect in reverse mm-hmm. introspection too. You don't look in, you think to yourself like, well, now that I have Jesus to cover my quote sins, I am therefore invincible. I am therefore incapable of error or wrongdoing because God covers me now. I can just say, well, I am forgiven and all is forgiven. And that's fucked. Well, it's not just that either. Sorry. It's not just that either. Um, it's, it's also like, don't be selfish. You have to look outwardly and worry about the world when you're crumbling inside. Yeah. Because it's selfish. Yes. It's just, it's so deep rooted and it goes so far. I mean, we could have such long conversations about this. And And it's just, I mean, most of this is coming from our own experiences, our Mm -hmm. partners' experiences in the church and just our experience with religion as a whole. And it's just like coming to those realizations, I can tell you that when it comes to my, um, the way that I view a higher power, anything mm-hmm. like that, it has helped me a lot because I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling Katie this the other day. The way that I view a potential higher power, when I close my eyes and I think of a higher power, I envision like the pictures from like the James Webb telescope, like mm-hmm. the new telescope yeah. that they put in space, where you see like all of these colorful galaxies and stars mm-hmm. that we've mm-hmm. never seen before. Yeah. That's what I see. Yes, that to me is way more understandable as a higher power than Mm -hmm. some white guy in a golden throne on a cloud thank you but oh no offense to anybody the white men want to run with that narrative that's what what they want (laughs) jesus wouldn't have been white to begin with god oh don't get me started on billy graham i could keep going i could joel olstein what's that what's that that other guy's name that's really funny what they all have in common they're a bunch of white men white men (laughs) 
like guy Keith something or other. He always looks like he's fucking. Oh my possessed. god! Another white he's man. Terrifying. You gotta have some diversity here, guys. Come on. Mm. Oh wait, it's because white men only feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. oh my god i could go in i'm Ooh. sorry i gotta stop that was it for this episode i yep. hope that you guys have enjoyed our uh <laughs> synopsis of jerry falwell that we'll, we'll, we'll be back in class uh next monday at <laughs> this time this was uh jerry falwell 101 thank you for yes. joining it is a multifaceted we we uh, have a whole episode about jerry falwell <laughs> jr too so yes. if you want to go back you can listen to one yeah. of those and then if you want to hear about my religious trauma that's episode there's four. Like, babes you yeah. can go <laughs> it's, a fucking, it's a fucking class at this point but um yeah i had a great time bye guys yes. bye, bye.